listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Well, here we are, episode 14. I did the math, and that means we are over three months into this podcast. I never intended it to be a weekly episode. I was thinking maybe more monthly or every other week, but I love doing it so much that it has just naturally happened. And of course, these are are shorter podcast episodes, so very manageable. The more I do it, the more I love it, and the more I get the hang of it. Also, the more I do this, the clearer I see the purpose of doing this at all. I want to help you make hymns a part of your daily walk with the Lord. And of course, that includes obeying God's command in Colossians 3.16. And you just knew that reference would somehow make an appearance, right? Obeying Colossians 3.16, which which tells us to teach and admonish, admonish one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Obeying that command means using hymns to encourage fellow believers in their walk with the Lord. And I believe this is for everyone, whether you can sing or not. Which is why I hope to use this part of the podcast to share hymn testimonials with you from believers all around the world. It's still a work in progress, so no testimonials this week, but I will tell you there are several pending. That is, they've been promised, they're just not quite here yet. Last week, I absolutely loved hearing Eileen Berry's testimony. It was such a pleasant surprise to see that waiting for me in my inbox. Eileen and I are friends. We go, we, we go way back. And even though she described herself as a writer in her testimony, if her name sounded familiar to you, that is because she is not only a published author kind of writer, she's also a published hymn writer. And she's agreed to have a conversation with me that you can all listen in on So keep your eyes open, your eyes and ears open for that. I guarantee you that will be uh, worth listening in on. She is a wonderful conversationalist. If you would like to share a short testimonial, and I hope you do, simply record your testimony and email me at kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. If you would like a little more guidance, head on over to hymnsillustrated.com slash podcast, where you can learn a little bit more. Now, let's remember our hymn of the month. Last week, we took a bird's eye view of our entire hymn of the month, which is Joachim Neander's Praise Ye the Lord, the Almighty, the King of Creation. And we notice how many attributes of God are mentioned throughout the text. And we were reminded that Psalm 910 teaches us that the more we know his attributes, the more we will trust in him. Scripture is where we learn all about these wonderful attributes of God, and good biblical hymns support these truths about our God. This week, we're going to look closer at stanza one, and specifically a phrase in there that gave me some pause as I reflected on its meaning. What does it mean that the Lord is our health? I can see right away how he is our salvation, but the health part I needed to work through just a bit, and I hope that uh, what what I meditated through And the conclusions that I've come to will help you come to your own conclusions. 
you know the drill. I'm going to go ahead and read the hymn of the month again to help us remember. And if I could sing or play an instrument well, I would do that for you right now. But you are stuck with my reading, which I not so secretly hope will encourage you, if you haven't already, to try that on your own sometime, wherever you are, even if you can sing. I'm convinced that reading anything out loud helps with comprehension and helps you focus on the text a bit more. So here is that text from you by our brother in Christ, who is now with Christ, Joachim Neander. And if you listened last week or are subscribed to the Hymn of the Month newsletter, then you know that Joachim Neander had the unique distinction of having both a valley and a pile of bones named after him. And I'm referring to the Neanderthal man. If you're not subscribed to the Hymn of the Month newsletter yet, I hope you will subscribe over at hymnsillustrated.com at the top of the homepage. When you do that, you will be redirected right away to the Hymn of the Month resource page that will tell you the story and and, uh, give other resources in the text of this hymn. So here we go. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise him, for he is thy health and salvation. All ye who hear, now to his temple draw near, join me in glad adoration. Praise to the Lord, who o'er all things so wondrously reigneth, shelters thee under his wings, yea, so gently sustaineth. Hast thou not seen how thy desires e'er have been granted, and what he ordaineth? Praise to the Lord, who doth prosper thy work and defend thee. Surely his goodness and mercy here daily attend thee. Ponder anew what the Almighty can do, if with his love he befriend thee. Praise to the Lord, who with marvelous wisdom hath made thee, decked thee with health, and with loving hand guided and stayed thee. How often grief hath not he brought thee relief, spreading his wings for to shade thee. Praise to the Lord, O let all that is in us adore him, all that hath life and breath, come now with praises before him. Let the Amen sound from his people again, gladly, for A, we adore him. Now let's look at the line from stanza one. O my soul, praise him, for he is thy health and salvation. What does it mean that the Lord is my health? What does it mean that the Lord is your health? I have a few thoughts for you to consider. First, just as the phrase, the Lord is my salvation, means the Lord saves us or gives us salvation, the phrase, the Lord is my health, means the Lord heals us and gives us health. Now, after a very cursory keyword search in the Bible, in in an online Bible, I found no specific scripture passage that point blank calls Jesus my health. If you know of one, I would love it if you let me know because I didn't have a whole lot of time to delve into that particular line of research this week. Now, keep in mind, though, that Jesus did heal many, many people during his life on earth. John prayed for both the physical and spiritual health for his friend Gaius in 3 John, verse 2. Psalm 103.3 says that the Lord forgives our iniquity and heals our diseases. And multiple passages in Proverbs promise good health to those who follow the words of the law. And these are all just the tip of the iceberg. So when you sing, the Lord is thy health, remember, the Lord is your health because he heals and he is also the giver of health. 
The second consideration is the Lord as our health doesn't mean we are guaranteed good health. We've all lived enough to know this, right? God often has trials he wants his children to walk through. Not to mention we live in a fallen world where sin and diseases abound. But we should pray for good health. John did for his friend Gaius. And who better to ask for health than the one who made us, who designed our intricate bodies, who knows all about us and our future, who desires good things for us. So when we sing, the Lord is thy health, let this be both a praise and a prayer request. The Lord does heal, and it is good to ask him for healing. Third, remember that health can refer to both physical health and spiritual health. If you know the Lord, you are divinely healed from sin. Yes, you still have a sin nature, but you are no longer a slave to sin and death. He gained the victory for you at the cross. When you sing, the Lord is thy health, remember the spiritual health he has given you here on earth as well as the physical health. And last, consider this. No matter what kind of health he blesses us with while we live here on earth, we are guaranteed perfect physical health where we're going. Doesn't that just make this hymn all the more sweet? And of course, sin won't be able to touch us there either. We will be holy while we live with our holy God. What a day that will be. When you sing, the Lord is thy health in this hymn, Remember that day when you will be in perfect health, spiritually and physically. Now let's discover a new or little known hymn together, shall we? It is time for our Discover segment. Well, Valentine's Day is coming right up and I've been blessed to grow up in a home where this day was just a fun day to express love to others in general and not just the romantic kind of love. This served me well through my single years. I was single well into my 30s, and I still greatly enjoyed my Valentine's Day, whether even though I was single. The key elements to my day were chocolate and a lot of reflection on God's love to me. Not necessarily in that order. So today, it is fitting that I share a little-known love hymn. O oh Lord, thy touch has stirred my soul by Vernon Higgum, who was a pastor from Wales and who passed away not too long ago in 2016. I discovered this hymn in the Hymns of Grace hymnal published by the Master Seminary Press in California, so it is a newer hymn. Listen in while I read. O Lord, thy touch hath stirred my soul and caused my heart to love. My quickened mind hath been made whole to seek those things above. There is a path of thought so true that brings me to thy throne. And there my heart may mercy sue and claim thy grace my own. I hath not seen, nor ear hath heard those things that thou hast there. For every promise of thy word awaits my soul to dare. Oh, why should I let sorrow reign when such a God is mine, who gives to me and gives again and tells me mine is thine? The riches he hath stored for me no measurement can tell. For in the love of Calvary, all with my God is well. All right, now it's time to close with our Take It With You segment. 
probably saw this coming, but your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to find your closest hymnal, maybe borrow it from your church, ask first, depending on your relationship with everyone there, and read a hymn or two or three out loud. If you get some strange looks, well, read it a little louder. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open. Thank you.